0: Do you want to go faster? Yeah. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. It's time for Roadworthy Drive. Hosted by Ken Chester and Sasha J. Little. If it moves you now or in the future, you can rest assured that they'll be talking about it right here. So here they are, the mobility duo with
1: the technology twist, Ken and Sasha. Hey, you betcha. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. We're Ken and Sasha, and you have turned. ...to another episode of Roadworthy Drive. So glad you were able to join us. This hour, autonomous motorcycles... What? the dark, Yes, the dark side of e-scooters... <laughs> ...and Waymo is looking for factory space in Michigan. We plan to sort all of that out. Now, with our family of listeners growing so quickly... ...I thought I would just share about how you could connect with the program... ...text or call the Roadworthy Drive line, that's 872-222-9793 or email us, ken at roadworthydrive.net. Ask a question, share a comment, suggest a story idea. Either way, we'll get you connected to the show. Speaking of connected, please say hi to my brilliant and brighty co-host, that boost of electric current that powers EVs everywhere, <laughs> the never caffeinated, always opinionated, Sasha J. Little. Howdy. Really? Yeah, really. Like you're
0: going to waste an entire paragraph? You could just say... Sasha J. Little. When? What's the fuck in yeah, that? I mean, that's a lot to
1: live up to. Yeah, you, but you're capable of it, aren't you?
0: I mean, I'm not trying to boast or gloat or but anything. But you are, though. But I kind of am, though. Uh-huh. So uh, I know. Can Can we jump into the autonomous motorcycles, though? No. Can, not, we, just, not, no,
1: not can yet. we just skip the whole thing? No. <laughs> no. You'll get there, but not now. Oh,
0: fine. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm uh-huh but dad right <laughs> that is why we don't allow you out of walmart going to meet the populace because uh, then it goes all to your head
0: oh uh, see i actually had a good discussion with her yes
1: you did i bet you don't even remember her name
0: Then get her name does see that matter shush. Oh wow. My gosh. shush wow 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 and what he's talking about is that earlier this afternoon i had to go to our local walmart and well this morning sorry oops and uh I was actually recognized my voice, voice was recognized while I was in the checkout lane. Heaven help and us
1: all. Stop it. It mm-hmm. was not
0: a big deal.
1: Mhm. Mhm.
0: Anyway, so I've been grinning like a Cheshire cat all day.
1: Yes, she has. Speaking of <laughs> grinning, may I introduce you to the Pave Coalition?
0: The what? P
1: A V E and partners for automated uh, vehicle education.
0: That sounds like something I should be a part of, though. Like I was about be. to make fun of that, but uh-huh. that sounds like something I should be. There.
1: Industry, safety, mobility, and secure energy advocates have joined together to promote understanding of today's tech and tomorrow's possibilities. Okay. They're holding events across the country to introduce driver assistance and self-driving technology to consumer and policymakers. Sounds like a good thing.
0: It sounds like an excellent thing.
1: Educational workshops to help federal, state, and local officials make informed policy decisions. Somebody needs to do it. (laughs) I know that. And develop educational materials to distribute to retail sales and customer service personnel. Okay. Some of the folks that are involved... Uh, the American Auto the American uh Automobile Association AAA okay the American Public Transportation Association uh Audi of America really uh autonomous intelligent driving um a company Intel uh Munich reinsurance America here's one the National Council on Aging and the National Federation of the blind
0: yeah oh, not yeah. to
1: mention the National Safety Council uh the society of automotive engineers international
0: no 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 you know what blows my mind as a ga- as a gamer mm-hmm. it continually blows my mind to see nvidia on there mhm like i mean you want to talk mm-hmm. about how uh uh different sectors are colliding mm-hmm. and Joining forces for the future of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever we're talking about these, and I can't tell you how many times where I'm looking for you know news or stuff for the show. Right. And Nvidia keeps br- coming back up. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nvidia and what's the other one? The guy that does the vacuums, Dyson, is another uh, one. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's really you really realize cool.
1: he moved his whole company to Singapore.
0: No, he moved
1: his corporate offices from uh, United Kingdom to Singapore. Well, he had such a um, factory input uh, imprint there. Yeah. And he's building his uh, electric car plant there.
0: Oh, So yeah. he went all in. Okay.
1: Um, but getting back to this. Right. Uh, Toyota. Not, not surprised. U.S. Chamber of Commerce. I, I'm not seeing uh, Chrysler in there. Volkswagen.
0: I'm not seeing... Uh,
1: Waymo. Chevy? No. Ford? No. Mm. Uh, but that's not to say they may not join later.
0: Right. Right. So
1: wanted, wanted to share that with you. Ah. Here's something you'll get a kick out of. Oh, no. Um, FCC gives nod to Google's miniature radar.
0: Okay, when they're saying miniature radar, what What T- exactly? Touchless
1: tech control.
0: <gasps> For wearables?
1: Not necessarily, uh, but more like uh, screens or doing gestures in front of screens or other things.
0: I, okay, now, because here's my thing, and I'm, not, I'm I'm sure some of you that actually have the touchscreen monitors um I am not about to reach up and like touch my screen every exactly. time. Exactly. And so, with I mean, this, I prefer, you may not have to. I prefer my mouse.
1: You won't even need I've it. I've
0: got like the ball. All I have to do is literally move my thumb.
1: Mm-mm. You remember seeing uh, in most futuristic shows, they yes, have like where they've got uh, the, holographic, yeah, where they're yeah. not really touching anything, but they're yeah. doing all of that? Yeah. That's what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, I get it. I get where they're going. I'm just saying that I, I mean, unless I'm given like a, a, uh, a talk or a seminar.
1: It's, just... cu- it's called Project Soli, S-O-L-I. Yeah. They've been working on it since 2015. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, I have a different look every time I read about it that says a gesture-based system <laughs> that uses <laughs> broad it. beam radar to detect and capture <laughs> hand movements, turning them into commands for mobile devices. mm mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I've, been, I've spent too much time yeah. in New York City. Yep. That's yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that.
0: Yeah, because
1: you say hand gesture. That's not what I'm thinking.
0: No, no, I am not.
1: Um, they're expecting this additional um, expansion um, that it's even been cleared for use on aircraft, and that it will improve the tech's accuracy and range of applications. Which right now they're talking about virtual control of devices
0: are smart watches right. which uh-huh. would be your wearables
1: could be of one of many different things uh for users of uh with mobility speech and tactile improvements. yep so basically folks who are physically challenged
0: oh yeah i mean right now on my smartphone mm-hmm. i can enable it to if i was blind if i have hearing problems if i am uh, let's say paralyzed from the neck down mm-hmm. so I could still use my device. In fact, uh I think it's Apple and there's one other one where they are you can literally control the uh, the phone by eye gestures mm-hmm. if you get the right technology
1: for it. Stephen Hawkins, rest in peace.
0: Oh gosh, yeah.
1: yeah. Love you, um, man. Let me change gears a little bit. Literally. Yes. Yeah. Petro Canada.
0: Petro Canada. Canada.
1: Petro-Canada.
0: Now. They
1: they are. They used to be a government-owned, a state-owned oil company in Canada. Right. But they're now independent. Okay. And they are going into electric vehicle chargers at their gas stations across Canada. Good for them. Like across the entire yes. country. Yes. Yes. That's their plan. They're starting the deployment of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes sense. I mean, if you're going for, if you can't beat them, join, join them. them. You've already got the real estate. Yep. How much money would it add to have charging stations, particularly and where they're leaning towards is the high uh the high voltage fast chargers. Oh yeah. You know, they're testing a couple, one at two hundred kilowatts, the other one at hundred. Can you imagine if they were to step that up to say four hundred or eight hundred?
0: How many are they thinking of putting in?
1: Um, the now the piece doesn't say. Oh okay. But to give you an idea uh, in Europe, uh-huh. and we talked about this, Yeah, the Shell Oil Company is the largest uh, petroleum company doing this in Europe. And they, in Europe, bought their bought a company, a charging network, with over 30,000 chargers. Wow. Now, imagine if you're getting in late to the game, but you're saying, you know what? I'm not even going to f- fool with the, the low chargers. I'm going to be 150 kilowatts and up. Yeah. You know, with maybe trying to come in where Porsche is testing, mm-hmm. you know, start at 350 to maybe 550 or 700. Yeah. If you coming in that way. Yep. Man, you're going to be at the leading edge. Yeah. You know. And
0: be, ri- and be right there. Right there. When everything turns mm-hmm. to Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the countdown started. We're like three years away from three major autom- automakers being like, "There's not, g- we're not going to produce
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, gasoline vehicles that is after 2022. Right.
1: Uh-huh. Uh I don't think
0: anybody made a 2020 commitment, but I think most of them are like 2022, 2024. Well, there are vehicles coming
1: starting in 2020. Right. And it's going to be a flood. Yeah. Now, they're offering these for free. Now, they've only started two. Okay. But they're looking at rolling these out hardcore. Wow. Uh, If these these charge rates are true, which Uh is free, then it means Petro Canada is testing them to be future-proof for the upcoming next generation of all-electric vehicles that can charge... At over a hundred kilowatts. Good for them. So there you go. Good for them. It, it's a thing, people. It's happening. When we return, like Sasha said, autonomous motorcycles. Yep, they're a thing. And if I can hold her off just a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. Uh huh. Uh huh. Seriously. Yeah. A little bit.
0: I mean, can we just do it right now, though? No. Please. No. I, mean, I would like. They like need now. a reason
1: to come back. <laughs> And folks, do come back. That's next.
0: Roadworthy Drive is a cornerstone of the Roadworthy Drive radio network.
1: now. If you're just joining us, welcome to Roadworthy Drive, America's premier mobility news and technology talk show. I'm Ken Chester in studio with my co-host, Sasha J. Little. Always remember <laughs> the J, it's important. Yes. We love talking about almost anything that moves, and I underline almost. There's something she doesn't like. Uh, uh, with Sasha having taken a shine to electric vehicles. Yes. And I think, Sasha, uh-huh. that your friend Elon has brainwashed you just a little.
0: What? pick on Elon like that? Because. And why would you think that he brainwashed me?
1: Uh Because it's either electric car or no cars for as you're uh, concerned? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yes, sir, it mm-hmm. is. Why would I want to pay at the pump?
1: Yeah. Like, uh-huh. explain
0: that to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I understand it that, you know, some people are like, oh my gosh, the d- gas is... Low end up, yeah. I happen to remember like four years ago, mm-hmm. three years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember this, and it's slowly going to go up. It's one of those things where it actually
1: goes, in the last week, after we reported it last week, uh-huh. it has gone up. Yeah. 14 cents a gallon.
0: Yeah. It's 206 where I
1: 209 where we're at. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And so for some reason, right here, it's a comfy spot. They're still at a $1.96. Yeah.
1: Fill that tank. <laughs> Just saying. Fill that tank. Yeah. Uh, in any case, people. Autonomous motorcycles.
0: Yes! A ta- finally! Yes. Finally.
1: Long-time listeners may remember a year or so ago, we talked about BMW's efforts in this area. Yep. And I seem to remember a Honda motorcycle that could balance upright on its own.
0: <gasps> was that Honda that did that That way? was Honda. I thought that, that was a no, small... That was a Honda. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. Whatever happened uh, to that one?
1: Uh, we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Hooray! Yes, we are. Um, We're heading off into the weeds on this one. So... Everybody, make sure the <laughs> rope is tied tight around your waist, you know, like we did back in first grade.
0: Uh-huh. And ignore the the fem- giggling female that's slowly, you know, go going through the ropes uh, with a knife. Only uh, this really? What? Uh,
1: only this time. It's so you can be pulled back out if we get too deep. No. Yes. No. Yes. They need to
0: live in the woods and
1: No. In the weeds and No. With the rest of us. Uh, but here's a big question. Uh it began with the automakers. Of course, they it wanted didn't. to take the human element out of driving, and we know why: safety and safety, mainly safety. Safety, safety, safety. Now, motorcycle manufacturers want to do the same. And my question: isn't this an oxymoron? I mean, a motorcycle is considered the purest expression, yeah, of individualism and freedom. Yeah. Why in heaven's name? Would you want an autonomous motorcycle?
0: See, and that's kind of my thing. Like, I am all about the electric vehicle. But when it and I'm all about self-driving vehicles and Mm -hmm. autonomous vehicles. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to motorcycles. Two wheelers. I I can't. Like, I can't be. be, (sighs) When you think like, be it electric or gas powered when you want to get a motorcycle. okay, Mm -hmm. it is exactly what you said. I mean. It is a symbolic gesture of pure freedom. I mean, you don't even you don't have to be tethered to the lanes. You don't have to be tethered to traffic. We've all seen the little you know rockets you know mm-hmm. speeding in between cars. Yeah, and and that's else. where to die. Right, right. So, I mean, for me, I I can't imagine anyone, and I do mean anyone, that's a a motorcyclist enthusiast trading in their self driving for or trading in their, you know,
1: mm-hmm. actual... Riding the bike. Right. And just letting, letting the bike do itself. Right. I couldn't... I mean, to me, there's aspects of this whole project that are beneficial. For example, uh, that BMW was the BMW autonomous BMW C1, and that was back two years ago.
0: Right, right. And they
1: called it the world's first self-riding motorcycle. Yeah. But hold on. It came with autonomous software, GPS, sensors radio controls and rebalancing technology and it can drive without a rider now the rebalancing technology it would like imagine a lot of accidents happen and a lot of people get hurt and killed because things happen where they end up laying the bike down Mm -hmm. you know if you are if you are riding a cruiser yeah if you're riding a cruiser yep, and you get into a situation like that that's a lot of bike and just interacting with the bike alone in in an emergency situation could get you killed You know, so even if you didn't go autonomous, adapting, rebalancing uh, would help. Uh, I'm even in favor, and there's some bikes out now, conventional bikes, that have analog brakes. Yeah. And I'm totally for that.
0: Right. I mean, here's my thing. I kind of like the autonomous um, vehicle uh, car races that they have now. Mm -hmm. I don't understand that at all. Because half of the thrill of watching a race is, oh, they're going to crash. You know, I mean,
1: uh yeah, unless you're the driver,
0: that's kind of why they do it. I mean, it's the danger of the aspect that is more the is C- the most can appealing.
1: Be. Can be, but let's come back to this BMW for a minute. Would you believe that that prototype is getting interest from automakers who want to use it to train their driverless cars to interact with motorcycles?
0: No, oh that's yes. That's a little weird. No, I could see that. Yes, that's a little absolutely. Weird.
1: Um let's talk about another auto let's talk about another motor Motorcycle maker, (laughs) can't talk, I'm in the weeds, help. Motorcycle maker, Okay. who is making progress here. We touched on them as they were gearing up, Yamaha. They have something called a motoroid, which is a proof of concept model that uses artificial intelligence and self-balancing technology. Okay. A facial recognition system, facial recognition system, Gives it the ability to respond only to its owner. And it's able to also recognize gestures. Is that gesture again? I got some gestures. Yeah, road rage. I'm not even going there. um, That it can respond to hand movements using a beckoning wave or raised palm to instruct it to start or stop moving. Although I got to tell you, even this can't drive on its own.
0: I was about to say, so why am I beckoning it with like, Am I in it uh, you from You lazy the...
1: and you want to beckon it to come here so you can get on it and ride it?
0: But you just said it can't dri- ri- go without a driver. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, why well, am I Well, it still beckoning... needs a rider to make
1: turns or switch gears.
0: Oh, okay. So, if it's like parked in my driveway yes. and I want it to come- To me. To me yeah. at the front door. I don't-
1: It's weird. Okay. Um, Along that same line, uh-huh. they've developed something else called the Motobot, which is a computer- <laughs> that rides a motorcycle. Oh, wait. It, it, it manipulates the stock bike steering, throttle, brake, clutch, and shift controls in much the same way a human would. And it's so al- then and it's already surpassed its project straight line velocity target of 161 miles an hour.
0: Oh God. Okay, so is this like a robot? Yes, like an artificial man? Ye-
1: yes, and they're expecting this motobot uh-huh. on a stock motorcycle outperform one of the leading riders, uh, Valentino Rossi.
0: (gasps) No! Within
1: two years. No! Two years.
0: Okay, but by the same token, how much how old is Rossi now?
1: I don't know. But they expect to beat him in two years. Mm. Uh, Thunderhill Raceway Park. Uh Uh-huh rossi did it in 85.7 seconds okay the the machine did it in 117.5 oh
0: oh they're saying okay they're not saying going toe-to-toe they're saying pass his records
1: yeah got it they'll they'll beat him in two years yeah so autonomous motorcycles maybe not but we'll have to see some of that technology worth talking about coming up it's not all fun and games when it comes to e-scooters we discuss sit tight
0: Real Facts, Real Opinions, Real Talk. You are tuned in to Roadworthy Drive.
1: Real Facts, Real Opinions, Real Talk. You're listening to Roadworthy Drive. Ken Chester and Sasha J. Little. J. J. For joyous. Yes. In studio <laughs> and in your ear. Thank you for dropping by. For those of you who want to learn more about us and the show, be sure to check out roadworthydrive.com. See pictures of what we look like, listen to past shows, and discover where we are in the universe of social media.
0: That's right. And you can actually go to the website, and we're adding pages, and we're changing it. I'm changing it little by little every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you happen to get a picture of our road with the snow covering it and looking I like? I did
1: not as yet. <laughs> did you not? <laughs> Partially because that road probably didn't get plowed.
0: I, I don't think that it would have. No.
1: And didn't want to get stuck.
0: You did not want to go no. through the 18 inches of snow no. waiting for you there. No. Okay. No. So um, we're going. You're going to find that there is uh, time with Sasha. And that's going to have the links for, when I get done with it, it's going to have the links for Tech with Sasha and, of course, Wheels of Non-Consent.
1: Wheels of Non-Consent. Which
0: I hear we're actually going to have a vehicle next week.
1: We are, but there's a lot of non-consent going on that's falling from the sky. (laughs) Yes, there is.
0: In the form of, you know, white,
1: Uh, uh, cold. uh, FCC rules. (laughs) We don't say that kind of language.
0: Um. And then, of course, you want to like us on Facebook, and you can follow us on Instagram.
1: Uh huh. And uh.
0: twitter Twitter. We be a twitter We
1: Twitter. We Twitter. Uh-oh.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm hoping with Wheels of Non-Consent, we'll actually get a little bit more active with the uh, with the photos that we put out there.
1: Indeed, we will.
0: So, yes, you want to put, like us out there, Roadworthy Drive and Tech with Sasha. Uh,
1: yeah. And, oh, before I end, huh? Chicago's coming up.
0: Chicago is coming up, and there is a Lego Silverado. Uh, no. A Lego
1: Silverado. Let it go. Let it, let it go. I mean. I'll bring you pictures.
0: I swear. I, what are you, pictures? I better have it showing up
1: uh, in, in my drive. I got nothing. Yeah. Uh, I don't think GM's letting that one get away. No. Although I will say, yeah, it is a hundred percent.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Uh, pollution free.
0: Because you're not going anywhere. Like there's no engine in it.
1: <sighs> Details. <laughs> Details. Just, oh my.
0: There's no. There's no engine. Uh.
1: Anyway, folks.
0: And it does not count as an electric vehicle just because it's got, I didn't say it
1: was electric. I said it didn't pollute. It has
0: batteries in it, but it's not to run it.
1: Hey, lights?
0: Those are flashlights stuck in the headlights position. Stop it.
1: Folks, be sure to like us on Facebook. (laughs) Over the course of the last several years, we've introduced you to the growing phenom known as electric scooters. The local what? Phenom, as in phenomenon, as in thing (sighs) happening, uh all over the place at You're really
0: going to make it so people have to actually have a thesaurus like right there.
1: There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> we have a very intellectual audience. Do you, do you think? I do. do. Do you think? I do. Okay, all right. Several companies have attempted to literally take American cities over by suddenly introducing hundreds of e scooters to the transportation grid. Oh,
0: yes. And yeah. have you heard about the injuries?
1: Oh, hold on. Like, We're getting there. Okay. Low prices? Uh-huh. little or no coordination and an <laughs> attitude of it's better to ask forgiveness than to ask permission made it seem like the wild wild west between e-scooter competitors
0: I mean what is the famous line that used to be with rental vehicles
1: don't be gentle it's, it's a, a rental right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was told to me once by a <laughs> Ford Motor Company employee
0: which is hilarious considering that now uh, Ford does
1: uh, canvas uh. <laughs> But not, but not Chariot anymore. Not Chariot, no, uh-huh. just Canvas. Uh-huh. With the availability, a low cost, easy to operate transportation was an advantage to many. It came with a dark side.
0: Are there cookies on the dark side?
1: No. No? No cookies.
0: Well, then I don't want to go there.
1: Uh, let's start with scooters that catch fire. Let's start there. Yeah, now, without what... a warning. <laughs> Uh, one of the companies, com- Lime, pulled, yeah, pulled thousands of scooters off the street this last summer okay. after discovering, according to them, a small number may be carrying batteries with the potential to catch fire.
0: Like that was not something that was researched while in development. Catch
1: fire. Like nobody... uh, they're alleging a manufacturing defect. Uh, Well, no. You know, yeah. I mean, talk about hot seats. Or Hot Foot? Hot Foot. Hot Foot. Lead Foot. Uh, hot Foot. Hot Foot. Uh-huh. Okay. They recall 2,000 scooters, mm-hmm. and they claim that the fires were only a real issue in a tiny percentage of the cases. Mm-hmm. But it impacted service in L.A., San Diego, and Lake Tahoe. Now, that's just one thing. Okay. um, Broken scooter. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Broken like broken two without yeah. warning putting people in a hospital. Wait, wait, broke? Broken. Like, literally broke, broke literally apart? Literally broken. Right where the the, uh, the base that you hold uh-huh. meets the floorboard, right there. Oh! Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. so like that front wheel just kind of just...
1: The whole thing. Um, can sometimes break when subject to repeated abuse?
0: Well, I mean, duh.
1: Yeah, but wait a minute.
0: So what if you're like the third person after the first two like totally rock that But thing the and... bikes
1: they're using are not commercial grade.
0: Well, I mean... These
1: are bikes that were meant for retail use, which, you know, somebody riding it every day, kind of taking care of it. Not just bikes that are thrown all over the place like they were. Uh, and these things are showing up with cracks. Yeah. People have been thrown from the bikes and body slammed into the street. Two people have died.
0: Okay, but here's my thing. These are... Retail scooters. So, so you want to think about something that you would pick up at your Walmart to ride around while you're shopping at Walmart. These are something that they meant for like if you're going to like one of those yeah, casual holes. use. I yeah. mean, like you know, you, or even
1: even like kid going back and forth to school. Right. Twice a day. Right. Not something that's going to be used all day. Every to go day, off ramps, all wherever. Jump, yeah. Go down yeah. the stairs. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I mean,
0: this is kind of one of those things where you said it when you opened up the segment cheap Mm -hmm. cheap Mm -hmm. disposable Mm -hmm. mobility and Mm -hmm. people are upset that well this cheap you know piece of mobility that i just got that's been abused like all over to heck and back for the last three months Mm -hmm. just broke down and all i gotta say
1: is duh yeah but broke down as opposed to broke i mean duh yeah but people are getting hurt uh they've talked about in cities Uh where these bikes have shown up yeah, a, a, a dramatic increase in broken bones, head trauma, stuff like that.
0: An unregulated, mm-hmm. un, uh, un, unmanaged mm-hmm. piece of equipment mm-hmm. that is literally available to anybody that's got the money mm-hmm. and it be breaking down on you mm-hmm. and cause an injury mm-hmm. and death. Mm-hmm. Again, one word for you, three letters, duh. Mm-hmm.
1: These bikes were designed for personal and not widespread or what I call commercial use. And, you know, it's just, it's crazy. They're talking about all of this kind of stuff. Uh, and again, we talked about the medical issues. Yeah. Uh, trips to the emergency room. Injuries synonymous with car wrecks, broken noses, wrists, shoulders, facial lacerations, fractures, blunt head trauma. Yeah. Shared Electric scooters. But
0: I think the answer... But safety
1: is a thing, though, they say.
0: Again, I'm going to regress to let's start some regulations to
1: hold them accountable to. In some cities they have. But let's also talk about a better way of maintaining them because there's some question about maintenance. Oh, yeah. That the staffs that do it are not properly trained or completely vetted or consistent in their training uh, or they're getting the parts they need. And finally... Google's Waymo self driving unit is getting into vehicle manufacturing in Michigan. What does that mean? Stay tuned.
0: Real facts, real opinions, real talk. You're listening to Roadworthy Drive.
1: This is the last segment for this hour. You're tuned to Roadworthy Drive. We are Ken and Sasha, your host for the hour. Before we continue to the topic at hand, a programming note. Our number two of our program features the beloved Tech with Sasha, a <laughs> segment where Sasha gets to choose and discuss the technology that's caught her attention over the past week. God help us all.
0: Hey, it's good news.
1: Mm hmm. Informative and friendly. Sasha never fails to surprise and delight. If your favorite radio station doesn't carry our number two of Roadworthy Drive, no worries. You can listen to it on the show website, roadworthydrive.com.
0: And it's actually across the top banner, and you just click on listen. There you go. And then we've got it separated by month, and then you can just click on.
1: There you go. Yes. Waymo. Waymo. What do you know about Waymo?
0: As in I need Waymo?
1: Don't we all? (laughs) I'm actually talking about the ride-sharing company. That started out as a part of Google, uh-huh. which is now a subsidiary of Google's parent Alphabet.
0: You mean the one thing that's still keeping Chrysler in business? Well, why, why are you hating? On I mean, the I'm just Chrysler? saying. No, no they,
1: they're not even close, but okay. They were the pioneer. They started actually way back over 10 years ago. Yes, they did. In the early days of self driving technology. Yep. And they're known today as the leader in it. Um, everybody else came after Waymo did, and in fact, Waymo right now, this moment, is the only company that is actually offering for a uh, fee rides through Waymo One uh, in Arizona. They're doing that right now.
0: Oh, I thought they were free.
1: Uh, not anymore. Not
0: now. You have to pay for yeah. an autonomous vehicle, yeah. right?
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They went commercial, hon.
0: And then, do you happen to know like how their rates go I against have no like idea. an actual person? It's on.
1: It's on the app. I I will have to look that up. But the thing that I wanted to share for this segment. Now, Waymo was working with Chrysler uh, for their minivans to convert them to add their hardware because Waymo makes their own autonomous software and hardware. Right. A lot of people may not realize that. They don't third-party contract that stuff. They actually make their own.
0: Well, you know that there was a story that broke this week, last week. Where Waymo was actually expanding out to pe- actual individual car owners. And they would offer their self-driving uh, technology and turn your vehicle into... And you can actually put their software on your car.
1: Wow. That I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, but here's something maybe you didn't know. Okay. They are looking for a factory in Michigan. To... Convert vehicles into autonomous vehicles using their hardware thought their software here's a couple of things to consider
0: i wonder if that has to tether in with like what vehicles are they going to do
1: still working with pacifica
0: oh, okay right.
1: and the jaguar ipace jaguar's oh, yeah. new electric crossover yep um if i was the automakers i'd be a little afraid It would be one thing if Waymo was just doing it on their own and continuing to do these conversions. But they're actually working with a large tier one Canadian supplier called Magna International to do this. And they're looking at big numbers. They're looking at converting 60,000 Chrysler Pacificas and 10,000 Jaguar I-Paces. Wow. That's 70,000 vehicles. One, where are they going? Two, how long is that going to take? Yeah. And three, how long is it as Waymo and Magna get more and more experience at doing this where they decide, you know what, we want to do something else with the rest of the vehicle and either buy a shell, buy a factory, buy an existing vehicle that they can uh, trick out not just uh, to complete, uh, to convert, but actually, excuse me, build from the ground up. According to Waymo, they're looking to hire engineers, operations experts, and fleet coordinators. And they said it's going to be the world's first factory, 100% dedicated to the mass production of Level 4, that's fully autonomous, vehicles. Which is sort of right, because there is one other plant in Michigan doing the same thing. Really? General Motors, uh, Lake Orion plant, Uh, uh, kicking out the autonomous Chevy Bolt with a B. Yep but it's not 100% autonomous because they're building the EV vault there as well as the autonomous vault. In Waymo's plant, autonomous is all they're doing. And folks, let's be clear. We're not talking five years from now. We're not talking 10 years from now. According to their agreement with the state of Michigan and the funding they're getting, less than three years, I'm sorry, less than two years from now. Two years? Less than two years And that's to have a minimum 100 employees. Waymo, they expect Waymo to create up to 400 jobs in the region by 2025. Wow. Mm -hmm.
0: That is incredible. Mm -hmm. Now, are they actually, when they're creating these jobs, are they paying for anyone to go through the education
1: to? I don't think so. I mean, right now, autonomous engineers, systems engineers, um, they're bid up. Uh, can you go to? I knew we talked about maybe a couple of years ago some online schools to yep. give you some of the basics. Yes. So, certainly, if anything, I mean, Waymo's going to the heart of automobile manufacturing, design, and engineering. Right. Okay. So, that's for openers. So, right. you're going to get a pool of people there. If they do have shortages, again, you're also go- going to the cradle of engineering. You can snag kids coming right out of engineering school. Yeah. So, there's that. Um, so, I don't think they're going to have a problem because it'd be different if they were looking to hire 5, 10, 15,000. That's true. I but, mean, I mean, across is... all disciplines, they're looking at a maximum of 400. Okay. But the point I'm making is that they're going to do Chryslers and Jaguars. How long before? Jaguar. Yeah. How long before <laughs> they decide to develop something on their own? I, I mean, because they're working with Lyft, too. Well, okay. But we've talked
0: about like whether or not. Companies need to, if they're biting off more than they could chew, if tackling making their own vehicle and doing the software.
1: Uh, the, we've got 3D printing nowadays Yeah. that is in metal. We've got companies. Elon Musk proved it could be done from scratch with no experience.
0: Yeah, but I mean, Elon has faced a lot of issues, especially as of late.
1: But the and- man delivered on the numbers he said. Yeah, he did. And we didn't think he was going to do it. Nope. And it was like... Five times what they had built front in the last twelve years they were gonna put out in one year. He did it.
0: Well, and I, I mean I get what you're saying, because if anybody has the money to like go and get their own stuff and you know and what their can't, own automobile. Kind of like the Google Pixel where mm-hmm. instead of Google be the software being available on every phone, Google came out with their own phone. Mm-hmm. So I, I get what you're saying. I, I just don't know they if they could
1: buy a fabricator or a manufacturer, a smaller manufacturer, and scale up from there. Yeah, they could. So, you know, there are a lot of ways to get in there without having to start from scratch. Right. So to see what they're planning to do should be interesting. All I'm saying is these are fully autonomous vehicles. Not semi-autonomous, not driver-enhanced, fully autonomous vehicles. So, you know, we'll have to see where that goes.
0: And that's exciting right there.
1: It is. Well... That wraps things up for this hour. Thanks for tuning in.
0: Bye-bye. Roadworthy Drive is a copyrighted presentation of the Roadworthy Drive Radio Network. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or any other use is prohibited without the written consent of Roadworthy Drive Productions, Incorporated.